What's up, everybody? We are the lovely ladies of Luggage, Love, and Loot here with episode number seven. Hey, ladies. Hey. hey. <laughs> Y'all are in a good mood. That's because we've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> we've been drinking and, and eating and having a, a good old time. How are y'all ladies feeling today? I'm cool. I have to say I'm better now that I'm with y'all. Like, work was super stressful. And I, like, was like, I cannot wait until we go to our podcast recording so I can kind of unwind and do girl talk with yeah. the girls. I think we need to refill our cups, too. Yeah, I have I'm to like, second that. It's been a rough, rough day. So It's been a rough week. Yeah. And it's only Tuesday. And it's, it's only, only super Tuesday. Slow. That's because you're ready for your vacation yeah I am. and birthday so girl birthday oh, girl birthday's birthday tomorrow happy birthday yeah. thank you thank you thank you and we're such good podcast co-hosts we gave her a beautiful an amazing thoughtful yes. gift <laughs> it's already hanging out like literally when i got my house it was on the wall like two minutes i couldn't even Aww. find my hammer i used the damn heel i was like <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm glad yeah. you like yeah, i so loved it you loved it. it loved it yeah, so on the last episode, we talked about our giveaway that we were going to do. We had a contest where we wanted people to submit questions, and uh, we have a winner. And the winner is actually... From Ro- Quinn. Okay, go Quinn. Go Quinn. All right. Go we get our Quinn. T-Talk package. Yes, yeah, the T-Talk package. Um, what's, all in, what's all in the in the gift bag? So we have a gift card to get your own tea. We have a cute little tea time mug. We have a journal to write down all your tea time thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> a luggage love and loop pen. Yes. And some other little treats. Yes. Yep. And it's in a really super cute bag. Oh I really my gosh, want the bag. I want the bag. <laughs> like, I think I might put her gift in like a Johnny Gold plastic bag. Oh, yeah, right. And keep the bag. The gift bag because it's super cute. Yeah, right. So, Quinn, we will cute. be uh, contacting you and we will make sure you get your gift sometime this week. So, thank you so much to everyone who submitted your questions. Yes, thank um, you. We are all, always accepting questions. So, if you have a question you want us to at, want us to answer on um, air send your questions to luggage love and loot at gmail.com or you can inbox us or it goes down in the dm in the dm <laughs> <laughs> on instagram and our uh, handle is luggage love loot so we look forward to hearing from you so without further ado we're going to hand it over to soleil where she's going to talk about traveling on a budget. Yes, because our theme for this week is money talks and so does love. Mm-hmm. So we all know money talks and we want our money to talk loud and long. Okay. <laughs> check, check. <laughs> like, I need you to work. So I'm going to talk about traveling on a budget and um, we're going to talk about low budget. Hold on. Let me back it up. No budget. No budget. <laughs> Low budget. No budget. And what budget? What budget? But I really got a budget, though. <laughs> Y'all know how we be like, what budget, girl? I got this. But meanwhile, <laughs> you checking your bank account. Mm-hmm. Look. So we're going to talk about all of that in a couple of different areas. So I think all of us um, have experience with traveling on a budget. We Absolutely. love to travel. So when you love to travel and you love to do it a lot, you know, some trips are not, what budget, girl? What? This is my international trip. I'm spending it up. And other ones, is like, okay, I got, I got like $500 mm-hmm. to make, make it, it to here. Right. And I need to eat for the weekend. So we're going to talk about what this looks like so you can still travel and enjoy your life. So number one is remember that you have choices. Mm-hmm. Traveling should not just be about the distance or how many passport stamps you have. It's about the experience. Mm-hmm. So you should be wanting to make lasting memories, and that can be done in multiple ways. It can be done on a road trip. 
that you can take a couple hours away from your hometown it can be a local getaway we're here in pittsburgh we can go to erie that's a couple Mm -hmm. you know a couple hours away that's a nice little getaway Um, and there's a beach in erie um or you can take a big trip and that could be your cruise or your all-inclusive vacation to jamaica or (laughs) you know (laughs) it doesn't matter where you go but just remember that you have choices and those choices that you make can have a big impact on your budget so if you're no budget you might do a local getaway and this is for our pittsburgh folks we talked about erie so you might head to erie for a day at the beach, visit a few wineries, and have dinner at Pineapple Eddie's. It's like a southern soul food restaurant. So, you know, that is a no budget. Now, when we say no budget, we're assuming you got some money, but it just ain't a lot of money. Just a little coin. It's just a little coin. Mm-hmm. So, what about low budget? That means I got a little something-something, but I'm trying to stretch it. So, then you might pack up your car with your favorite girlfriends or your boo and head to DMV or Philly for like a long weekend. See what's going on in the area, visit some, you know, sites in the area and have it that way. If you're in the what budget, but I really got a budget category, you want to might focus on flight destinations that are cheap from wherever your hometown is. So in Pittsburgh, you can get a really cheap flight to Vegas or Charleston, South Carolina is yeah. a new hopping spot we've yeah. been talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of black culture there and it's like this quaint, beautiful city and I think Allegiant has flights to um, for like forty nine dollars, right? And like, the food scene is popping. The there. food scene is popping. Yeah. Yes, um, I'm all my, about the food. All about the food. And then Miami and Orlando, um, you can also get really cheap flights mm-hmm. for maybe under one hundred and fifty dollars round trip. Chicago, Easy. and I mean if you're with the low budget airlines, which we'll talk about next, you can go to the West Coast for a pretty inexpensive rate. So it doesn't matter what that budget is, you can get somewhere. And then accommodations. So if you're no budget, stay with a friend or a family member. You know, you you know, don't have time to pay for a hotel or whatnot, or do a private or a shared living space with Airbnb if you're courageous. Now for me, I need my own space. I can't like, I don't feel comfortable staying with like somebody I don't know, but some people do. And that's a way that if you have just a little bit of coins, you can still enjoy your vacation and save some money. If you're low budget, then do Airbnbs, but watch for the fees. Sometimes it is cheaper to get a hotel. Mm-hmm. So I know I've used Priceline and Name Your Price tool before. Um, sometimes Groupon has deals, like getaway deals. Just check at the different spots to see what's a last minute deal. Sometimes booking a hotel, like at the very last minute, can end up working out yeah, for you. Yeah, that's a great you. idea. That's a good tip. Um, TripAdvisor is a really good spot to look for an area and then it'll pull up all the different like hotel prices in that in that area. Yeah. So that's good. If you're what budget, honey, go and stay at the Ritz Carlson. I mean, <laughs> do your thing. You right. know, stay in your mansion at the Airbnb. But, you know, if you got it like that. But make sure you check out the ratings and make sure the accommodations are to your liking so you're respecting your budget or what budget (laughs) um but you're still somewhere you like and then flights so this is a big one and you ladies can jump in at any time if you have any insight so if you're no budget go to the no frills airlines that's spirit frontier allegiant they're all airlines that have very very cheap rates but you literally get nothing. You might not get a cup of water. Um, <laughs> this is I'm just might, playing. You, you get water. Be you might this be thirsty. 
Um, you might be a little close. And uh, we're just being real. You know, the seats mm-hmm. sometimes are a little closer. I can't deal with Frontier. I had one bad experience, and I was just, I don't know if I'll try them again. But honestly, for me, if the price is right for the flight, I'm kind of more no to low budget. Like, I'm flexible with that. I'll look at how long it takes for me to get there and and roll with that. I also heard if you actually go to the airport and buy your ticket, yep. it's a lot cheaper than buying it online. And I've oh. never done this, but I've heard a lot of people say that it's cheaper to go right up into right, you know, right up to the airport and buy your ticket. There you go. Buy your ticket then. That's yeah, a low, that's no definitely budget. true. I've I've personally purchased flights for on Spirit um, round trip for eighty two dollars to the West Coast, mm-hmm. wow. and this is directly into LAX. Yep, same here. So it was it was seamless flight, um, super smooth. Like you said, no frills. You're not getting any beverages or treats yep. unless you pay. But um, it was a great flight, and I would do it again anytime. Mm-hmm. But it, you definitely get discounts at the counter. It takes off the upcharge. It appears okay. so like they're just giving you the baseline charges. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth the time. And most of the lots, like here in Pittsburgh International, you can sit in the cell phone lot, I think, for an hour for free. So that's mm-hmm. all the time you need to go catch a little bus yeah, and go up to the smart. counter to check and, you know, tip. see if you can save yourself a couple hundred dollars, especially if you have a large family. That's a really good tip. So the other thing to just kind of be aware of with those no frills is, you know, we told y'all you might not be getting snacks. Sometimes you have to pay for your luggage, but my rebuttal to people who fuss about no frills is nowadays you have to pay for your luggage anywhere. So you can kind of shove that somewhere. Except Except for Southwest, but Southwest is always significantly more expensive than the no frills spot. So Mm -hmm. you really, like if you're no to low budget, then you kind of really got to weigh, weigh your options out. Um, But if you can handle the bare minimal, it's a great idea to do. I went to um, New Orleans for $142 round trip um, on Allegiant, and that's a Mm. no-frills. And Allegiant's probably the best one out of Spirit, Frontier, um, the no-frills ones that I've traveled on. I prefer the Legion. I had a nice roomy seat. I got a little, um, you know, a little beverage. It wasn't as bad. It was a little step up, but... The flight was real inexpensive. I didn't have a problem. And if you do choose to do new fr- no frills, then carry on your luggage or and pack light. Um, the, last year, I traveled a whole lot. And almost everywhere I went, except for Jamaica, I carried on my luggage. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, team team carry. Yep. I'm team carry on it's, all day. Yeah, and I've grown to like love it more because yeah. it's just so easy. You don't have to stop at... You know, wait for your luggage. Baggage you just grab claim. it and go. Um, See, the thing is, I never know. First of all, I'm always packing until it's time for me to leave for the airport. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, One of those. I almost missed the flight that way because I'm literally, like, packing up until the time it's oh my gosh, time for me to leave. <laughs> because I never know what to pack. And I'm like, I need options. So, you know what? You know, That's I, funny. Yeah. I have a friend that she's actually from China. And she just went back to China, and she had us cracking up the other day because she was like, "I have my Excel sheet for everything I'm packing to <laughs> oh, leave." Uh, like she back. don't play, but my aunt taught me to do that when like I don't make it. Well, sometimes there has been times I made a packing list, especially whenever I went on an international mm-hmm. flight. Like mm-hmm. you can't be forgetting stuff, and right. you're in another country that you might not be able to get what you need. Um, but yeah, if if that works for you, then you know make your list, and if you can pack, like it's a challenge to me. Um, so I enjoy it. If you're low budget, here are some tips. Brianna gave a really good one about going to the ticket counter to buy your ticket. It might not be as cheap as the no frills, but maybe you'll get some, what did you say, like the extra surcharges and things off. Yeah. 
Yeah. So book early. I mean, if you book your flight early, you more than likely will save money. Um, the day of the week that you book, the time of year, they all matter. Um, if you're courageous and you like to travel during the uh, hurricane season, <laughs> <laughs> some people don't mind. Like, I've been to Mexico every year and I go in August and I've never had any issues. Um, but that's hurricane season. But your prices for your flights, for your trips, your accommodations will all be cheaper during that time. Your cruises are going to be cheaper during that time. But just I advise you to really do your research yeah, and make research. sure that's a risk that you're willing to take. And they say that Tuesday is the best day of the week to book flights. Mm-hmm. And then the best time is around midnight. And I will say it was like late, late at night when I booked that New Orleans trip. It was super late and it popped up on Hopper, which I'm about to talk about next popped up and i was like oh let me grab that and it you was a wrap to. you right. can't wait yep. right it's funny you mentioned tuesday i was just looking at this cheap flight calendar that i wanted to reference oh, okay and it shows you the days where it's cheapest to buy the flight and then it shows you the days that it's cheapest to actually fly so it has mm-hmm. buy fly i'm actually i'm going to post this on our social media too and it shows that according to this chart anyway that tuesday wednesday and thursday are the best times to buy a flight and the best time to actually fly out is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Hmm. Um, it's showing that Friday and Saturday to buy a flight is the most expensive days. Try to avoid those, and the most expensive days to fly out are Friday and Sunday. Definitely. Makes sense. Yeah, so, definitely. We can travel. Definitely. And there's so much information out there about when the best time and time of day is. So um, just look through your research. But this next um, tip that I'm going to share is what I recommend over anything is connecting with um, apps and different programs that help you find flights mm-hmm. and it comes to you um, because you know what like Breeze more? Resource said Tuesday through Thursday I saw like all these different times I'm like oh well I don't know I'm just going to pick the one that I see the most mm-hmm. so I think that the game might be changing a little bit with flights mm-hmm. and and there's so many resources out there so one thing to note is that if you're flexible with your traveling like it doesn't matter what day you leave or come back or if you can stay for eight days instead of five days then a lot of times you'll get really really inexpensive flights um hitless is another one of my favorite apps and um it just helps me to dream about travel more and more like every day they're sending me um you set up what places you want to go and then it'll send you a notification like like i just got one today and it was like uh 300 something dollars for eight nights in San Juan or something like that Mm. and I'm like it's so cheap so you know when we get big time and we're able to just be like hey girls I got this hit list y'all trying to roll and I'm taking eight days off right that's the key that's the thing it's like sometimes it's not even really the money it's like about getting it's the time it's always the time that's why I said when we get big time because then we won't have nobody to answer to girl you know that's the goals getting cut while we sleep (laughs) Bree's about to talk about um you know her topic in the loot section later and that's just kind of goals for all of us like you know my side hustle be my main hustle so I don't have to answer to nobody girl Mm -hmm. because I like oh my gosh it's hit list is goals for me every day when a trip pops up and i'm like yeah i got that in my bank account like i'm out but i'm like yeah no no. (laughs) (laughs) this place might fall apart right i think for me like i i love the flexibility that you're emphasizing because it's like for me i start with google's matrix the google flight matrix that's That's my first stop 
then like you said i go to hopper or i look at the other passes um or the other apps because it's like i want to compare mm-hmm. the nice thing about google too is it exposes you to airlines that you normally wouldn't fly like yes. air alaska you know so all these flights that you wouldn't normally have within your radar or might be limited based on your browser mm-hmm. so yeah I, I love that and you're right like you have to think about it you have to manifest it so getting those messages every day girl just makes just makes travel at the front of your priority list it mm-hmm. reminds you of like why you're working so hard mm-hmm. yep definitely google was on my list of yeah. some of my favorite apps and programs to use google's great because you can track prices like mm-hmm. if you look up a flight um you can put in your hometown and it'll tell you deals in that area yeah. like if you're in pittsburgh it's always super cheap to get a round trip flight to myrtle beach always like eighty dollars there's certain places that are like so cheap and did Mm -hmm. we talk about too like being flexible like going to cleveland cleveland's not a bad drive yeah you can get flights out of cleveland a little your your options open up yeah that's a good one too and i have um i went to vegas from cleveland uh, just because the flight was just that much cheaper Cheaper, it's a couple hour drive the parking isn't as much as it is at pittsburgh airport another thing is like the airport you leave from Latrobe, like if you are willing to do that no budget and fly Spirit, the Latrobe airport is a lot smaller. It's free to park. It's free to park. Listen, I would be in Latrobe every month going to visit my sister Miami. It was like all of eighty seven ninety dollars. Yep. Yep. No parking fee, super easy. The airport is the size of like a McDonald's, but <laughs> but they won't leave you. <laughs> they won't leave you. They ain't you gonna leave left. you. Yeah, I but, flew out on the train. Mm-hmm. I oh, did it's one weird. time. It's interesting. It wasn't bad. I was like, I would do this again. I feel like I was on Golden Girls, like going to Saint mm-hmm. Olaf. Like that's how I felt. Like I was. That's how I felt. Like I'm <laughs> Like I had to put my little helmet on in case I had to jump out. Like, okay, okay, Rose. <laughs> right, 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 right. I want to yes. be Blanche. I'm Blanche. I'll be Dorothy. I love Lynch her. Deborah. Get it, girl. Get it. Gotta love the We on the Lanai right now, y'all. <laughs> yep. So, flexibility is a big piece for so many different factors. So, if you are low to no budget, definitely the more flexible you can be, the better you equip yourself to travel on a budget and have a good time. If you're in that wet budget, but I really got a budget category. If you like comfort, if you like Wi-Fi, if you like roomy seats and picking your seats and your snacks, then you choose your favorite airline. Make sure you, Markeisha's really good at this, stacking up your points with certain airlines so you can, you know, make moves and travel more and also sign up for their email list so you get notified of when they do deals. So you can still be smart and save money even if you grow what budget. (laughs) If if you're doing that, you can still save money. Markeisha needs to teach a class. Yes, she does. And we awesome. It's going to be under the luggage, love, and loot umbrella. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're going to teach a class. No, nah, I'm down with the master class. Yeah, master class. Listen, classes. I'm tired of us not getting the benefit of our dollar. Mm-hmm. Like, the rich people do this all the time. Like, they let their money work for them. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, why not let... If you're paying all these bills anyway, well, let right. your money work for you. There's so many articles posted right now around, like, the top five credit cards for travelers. Mm-hmm. I just read another one, and there's five new cards. I only got one of the five. So it's like there's new cards all the time that are offering benefits and perks. So 
you got to stay on top of that. Like, stop letting these rich people get all the benefits in the parks. We need to get them, too. Like, yes. we're spending our money. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're paying bills. So, stay tuned for Markeisha's master class <laughs> on how to um, handle the luggage and loot part. Who knows? You might meet your love when you're on that trip. You'd be like, stop yes. Playing. Thank you, yes. Markeisha. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Delta for giving me C2F. <laughs> and Markeisha for teaching me how to right. make the most of my money. And I met my man in Africa. Yes, honey. So. Yeah. All right, so one less area or things to do. So if you're no budget, resort research the natural resources of that place. What's there if you're going to Vegas and you got a car drive to the Grand Canyon, you know? Like there's natural things that don't cost any money that you can do. Um but there's also just free places for you to visit, such as parks, malls, festivals, um, and then, if you're willing to listen to some seals or, you know, timeshare information, mm-hmm, sure is. you definitely can get some free stuff. When you go to Vegas, all you got to do is listen to something and you get free show tickets. Or mm-hmm. if you chat with the party promoter for long enough and put your name on a list and you're in, you know, the big party. Um, you got so, patient. I ain't got no patience. Yeah. Um, I got all the patience in the world. That's how I be getting them free people trips. People get free trips all the time. Like, there's blogs about that, too. Like... People will vacation for next to nothing just going to these timeshare presentations. Exactly. Like, yeah. it takes two, three, four hours. You could normally get, like, a free breakfast. But you got to have, like, the the patience of a saint. And you got to have that ability to say no. Like, mm-hmm. everybody can't they, say no. Yeah, and they try. you. Like, one person will try. Then they bring out the manager. The then they bring out the, the third owner. Person. Then they bring yeah. out the... It's, See, that yeah. would annoy yeah. me. I couldn't do it. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't do I'm it. Like, but if you can handle sure. it... I can handle and it. And a lot of this is about, like, what's your tolerance level? Yeah. Because certain things... One thing for sure is if you're trying to plan a budgeted vacation, plan. Like, yeah. planning is so important. Make sure you plan and you research and you know what's available and out there. Plan to be willing to listen to those timeshare, right. you know spiels that they give if you're you know on that no budget if you're low budget groupon search things to do in the city all you have to do is go to the things to do type in your location and it'll pull up different things in that area that you can do and you can purchase a groupon and do them um i know when i went to where did i go to new york maybe last year or so and i randomly looked on groupon and my friend and i went to go see i love greece like that's one of my mm. favorite musicals and it was like off Broadway, of course, but yeah, we want to go see Greece. Like, and it was all through Groupon, and it, it was the tickets were all at like twelve dollars. And sometimes I, you know, you get scared. Like, what am I paying for? I'm about to walk into the High School Musical rendition of Greece. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool though, you know, <laughs> it was mad cool. So just don't be afraid of Groupon. And I mean, what's it? What is it going to hurt you if you spend twelve dollars and you hate it? You spent twelve dollars. Right, and you're right. Like, right. Like right. And then if you're wet budget, but you really got a budget, plan, like I said, you know, make sure that you plan to do the most rich things where you go. When I say rich, I don't mean as in dollars, but that's going to get the most of your experience. So wherever you put your dollars that you got to, you know, spend, you put them in the right places and you make the most memories. That's like all I got for. Well, that was a lot of good information. Yeah, a lot of good information. Yeah. Unfortunately, I. I don't shop around for flights when I, I just, I just do it. So you get like being around both of you has like taught me, you know what I mean? Be patient. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and shop around a little right bit on. more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hopper. And I didn't talk much about Hopper. I know Markeisha mentioned it. 
I love Hopper. I just booked my first flight on Hopper. Um, a friend of mine's getting married, and I really didn't want to drive because it's like over my limit. It's like eight or nine hours, and mm-hmm. I that's yeah, a that's a little lot. I only didn't drive for two. <laughs> <Just girl. laughs> but the flights here. when I first start looking, the flights were like three. So I'm not, I'm not paying no three nine hours. I can go to Jamaica because because right. I'm hip and I know right. how much hit list tells me I can get to Jamaica for eight days for or Puerto Rico. I'm like I'm not spending that much money to go to North yeah, Carolina. Like but one day I'm sitting at work and a notification pops up. Grab this deal now, $170 round wow. trip, and I, I got it, it then, and I just mm-hmm. grabbed it, and and I went from yeah. there. I just mm-hmm. downloaded Hopper the other day. Yes, so you'll Thanks love to you it. Too, ladies. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, I put in some destinations. I've been getting a little yeah. notifications. So yeah, yeah. and if you're a real travel junkie like us, you'll end up checking your travel apps more than you check your Facebook. Like sure. y'all ain't sending me on no trips. I'm trying mm-hmm. to see where I'm going next. Right. <laughs> Iceland is another one that I see on Hopper all the time, and now I really want to go to Iceland and see what is it the aurora the lights or whatever oh yeah the northern lights northern lights mm-hmm. yes yeah, like 200 something dollars and the blue lagoon oh i want to go to that to go to iceland so yeah bad. i feel mm-hmm. like i spent eight hours in iceland coming from barcelona i'm so pissed because like if i planned accordingly because i left and didn't have a lot of time i was flying wow wow would have picked it had i done my research just speaking to like you saying research i could have went to the airport they had to pick me up, took me to the Blue Lagoon for four or five hours. It was only like one hundred and ten dollars. Wow. Brought me back to the airport, and I could have caught my flight from from Iceland back home to Pittsburgh. Wow! I was That's so mad because I ended up sitting in the airport for like six and a half hours. The airport is not huge. How was Wow? Fantastic. Okay, fantastic. Like the right, the seats were super comfortable and spacious, but the flight attendants like there's a huge barrier, language barrier. Okay. So they're like a little rough around the edges, but um, their suits are super cute. I'm loving a fuchsia. <laughs> I can't wear her. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. I would definitely do it again. Though I was on with like a about 500 high school kids. Like it was like a marching band or some shit. Like they were all on the little bus. Oh wow! It was, but they were for the most part they were subdued and quiet. But yeah, I was so mad. I could have seen the Blue Lagoon for a hundred and some dollars instead of sitting in the airport for six oh. hours. Well, we could go again, boo. It's only we'll a couple hundred dollars. Like, I'm telling so you, sad. I see it all the time. I was just talking to my mom about it, and she was like, "I want to go." I was like, "Well, definitely we can go next like year, cool early next year. Like, yeah, let's go." So if y'all want to, it's really roll. expensive there. Everything's expensive. Like, I spent like twenty eight dollars on lunch. In Iceland? Yeah, it's ridiculous. We're going to take a dream trip. So y'all come with me. <laughs> right? <laughs> with we my travel group and we can get a dream trip and get a $200 flight and we in there. That's yeah. like So that's it for traveling on a budget. If you have questions, you all know where to find us on Facebook, Luggage Love and Loot, Instagram as well. Or you can email us, LuggageLoveAndLoot at gmail.com. Any questions you have regarding to anything we're talking about, we're here for y'all. You don't have to be asking for a friend. You can just be asking for yourself because you need some insight. We love y'all. We here. But I'm going to toss it over to Markeisha. And she's going to talk about money talks and so does love. Yes. I feel like there should be some sexy time music in the background. Oh, like Lord. Teddy P. <laughs> Turn off the lights. Is that Teddy P? I don't know, girl, but it sounds like a candle. <laughs> Man, what a good segue. Um, so hey y'all, hey. I thought we would we have been tossing us around for some time now and we all have had the chance to read this book throughout different phases of our lives, um, and our relationships, both while some of us are single, while some of us are in relationships, 
But I highly encourage everyone to reference the material that we're going to discuss today um, as it relates to the love piece of the luggage, love, and loop puzzle. Um, and I'm talking about the five love languages. It comes up often on Facebook. Once in a while, you'll see those little surveys. Um, you see people tag the posts, things like that. But it's by Gary Chapman. I think there's an updated version, actually, because um, the book is pretty old. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he reproduced the book recently. Mm -hmm. um, I found myself when I took the... Um, the assessment looking back like five seven years ago that it didn't change very much but what I found is that as a person doing um, the love language assessment it was really amazing how a few groups of questions really were able to accurately assess me and how I speak about love and so just to backtrack love languages each of us have them. And so what Gary says is that, Gary, like I know him personally. <laughs> what, Gary what, up, what up, Gary? What up, Gary? So what Gary <laughs> says is that each of us has love languages, and it's how we feel fulfilled in our relationships. And so when someone speaks your love language, you're able to feel um, full when it comes to your interactions with that person. And so if we can work to, you know, within your relationships, either as a single person with friends, with family, with your mate, your significant other, if you can learn each other's love languages, you're able to better communicate and you're able to better connect, I think is what he's trying to say. And so you take this assessment and it basically has five love languages. Um, one is words of affirmation. And that's basically people who need words of affirmation feel the most love when they are affirmed um, by their partner. Um, the second one, and these are no particular order, acts of service. Um, and these are people that believe that actions speak louder than words for the most part. Women don't need, um, oh, oh, well, I'm not going to give you all an example. Um, receiving gifts. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. But it's not to be confused with materialism. That's true. That's true. I think. <laughs> she must be a receiving gift. Yeah, well, yes. I, I read that today. Don't think I'm materialistic, but I like to get. We'll, right. we'll definitely have to. Uh, we'll definitely have to speak about that one, um, and get on that and share you all's love languages. Quality time, and this one again, I think is self-explanatory. But this person really feels the most loved when they get time. They want undivided attention. Um, and last but certainly not least insert the love sexy time music physical touch <laughs> this touch person buddy <laughs> we gonna have to get the music background set up we got um, brie this person <laughs> <laughs> this person loves being touched um right. and it doesn't say what kind of touch right. it could be like you know pat on the shoulder or a sexy time lusty love touch um your choice but yeah so I thought it was very insightful. I thought it was helpful to really understand how when you understand someone's love language, you can respond accordingly. And so by that, I mean, if your love language is time and your partner's love language is gifts and you're spending all this time with each other, but you're getting you're in constant conflict and you're not feeling happy and you're not on the same page. It's because ultimately what makes you feel full isn't the same thing that makes your partner feel yep. full. Mm -hmm. So, um, Preach. Preach. Girl, pass the plate. Pass yes. the plate. I thought I would share mine first, and then maybe you ladies can also share your love languages, mm -hmm. just in case anybody's interested. Um, for me, an assessment was super quick, super easy, extremely accurate. Um, but for me, it is quality time. That's my number one. I'm definitely a person that um, when you give me your time, I feel like loved, respected, um, cared for. Um, the second one for me was receiving gifts. And the third one, and they were close, like closely 
um, numbered was physical touch. Okay. What about you ladies? So when I did the assessment, my number one was physical touch, which I was a little bit surprised by because I thought that my number one would be receiving gifts. Gifts, yeah. And receiving gifts was a very close second, only off by one point. Mm-hmm. My third one was acts of service, which I'm not surprised about that one either. Right. But it was like only one point away from receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. So like literally a point separated all, all three of them. Mm-hmm. And then um, towards the bottom were, were words of affirmation. I don't need that because I already know I'm the shit. <laughs> and quality time was my was my least, and I'm not surprised. But like, because I feel like I really don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, with juggling everything that I have going on, and so I wasn't surprised that quality time was at was at the bottom. bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mine's is interesting because it's the opposite of what Bree said so I also don't have a lot of time but Mm -hmm. quality time is my number one for that reason Mm. so because I don't have a lot of time if you give me your time and I'm willing to sacrifice my time for you then we're we're in love (laughs) like because my time is money and it's just when it's not money it's just my time right so I don't give it to everyone so quality time was my top one but to me, the love language is always interesting because years ago when I first found it, my number one, like, hands down was words of affirmation. Mm. That was big for me. And anybody who knows me outside of luggage, love, and loot, but with the, like, nonprofit work I do, I'm big on affirmations. I teach young ladies um, how to positively affirm themselves. Mm-hmm. So Makes I didn't sense. think that was strange, but then I realized that words are nothing without action. Mm-hmm. So then that's, that's where deep. the quality time comes in because you have to be intentional about that. Yeah. And then words of affirmation and then acts of service. Physical touch is always my last one because when I read the questions, I'm like, oh, no, why would you touch me? Like, leave me alone. Like, ah, it's so annoying. <laughs> so I wonder if there's a correlation between like that and why you you could be successful in long distance relationships because maybe. that quality of the relationship is not focused mm-hmm. necessarily on the physical aspect. Yeah. Or rece- so I don't know yeah. if it's, e- it's either receiving gifts or physical touch, but they always like plummet to the bottom for me. See, I was like you. It was and one I'm point like, apart. And like six or seven. The top for me. So. Mm-hmm. And another cool thing about the love languages is that when you research them, it's not just for an intimate relationship with a partner, but they have them that you can have your kids take them. Yeah, absolutely. And, Parents you know, too. like I remember when I first did mine, I had my little sister take it because I wanted to know what her love language is. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you find out what the person that you care about their love language is, it helps you to better have a relationship with them just like you said Marquisha because you're speaking what they need because you can put in all this effort but if it's not how that person likes to be it's like you know in in our roles and some of our roles at work and and outside in the communities like when you don't understand how people want to be recognized or how people want to be rewarded you can spend all this time and effort and money but if it's not how they want to receive it it's not going to land the way Mm -hmm. you hoped And I feel like the same thing applies to love languages. Like, you can continue to be in a relationship or communicate with someone, be it in a physical relationship, mental relationship, friendship, whatever, even with, like you said, your children. But if you really don't understand what makes them tick and what makes them happy and what makes them feel full, you're spending a lot of effort that's going to be wasted. Right. And so I had my boyfriend take the test as well after I took it. That's a great idea. And I'm looking at his results right now. (laughs) And his number one was quality time. And my, and that's bottom. That's the bottom one for me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what what do you do when that is the top? 
thing for him, but it's the bottom for me. I think that first of all, what it does is it creates a conversation. Right. And so it did. comes back to communication. Mm-hmm. You use it as a tool to talk through, like, how do you still pour into each other, but you got to do it in different ways. Right. Yeah. And just because it's the bottom, it doesn't mean that you don't like quality time. It's just not what speaks to you the most. Right. Right. So for you making sure you speak to his quality time, that don't have nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with him. Mm -hmm. Like you're loving him. So you have to love him the way he needs needs to to be be loved. Right. Mm -hmm. But he also should be looking if yours is less then there should be like some type of balance. Like, okay, well, if I want quality time and all Brie does is give me quality time, then I might be pushing her outside of her comfort zone because she doesn't really like that. So I think right. it's all about balance and sensitivity, but also realizing that, you know, when you're stepping up to the plate to love your mate, it's really not about you. It's about what they need in that moment. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point because, and, and, it's, and honestly, it's a struggle for me because sure. I've been single for 12 years and I am used to being alone and I love being alone mm-hmm. so Everybody it's like doesn't understand that like he, people think that's crazy he, he yeah he doesn't understand it yeah because he was in a long-term relationship where he cohabitated with this woman for mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. and so he's not so it's like we're total opposites because he's used to being in a relationship and living with someone mm-hmm. and having someone there with him all the time whereas I'm used to it just being me and Murphy, our luggage love boot mascot, my little dog. So it's like so hard because I'm like, you know, when I come home, like some, I literally just want to be alone sometimes. Yeah. I don't want, I like that. Sometimes I don't even want to want to talk on the phone. I want to just pour me a glass of wine, catch up on. I have so much stuff to catch up on on my DVR. Oh, me too. And not that it's more important than him, no, but it's your space. It's just my space. Yeah. I just like being alone, and yeah. it's hard for me to want Same to way. give that up. And it's not because I don't love him and I don't want to spend time with him. But I honestly just enjoy being alone. But I have to then, you know, think about the fact that, yeah, okay, quality time is his number one way of receiving love. Right. So I have to find time to also do that. So, I mean, it's a, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing struggle. So It is. But you know what? I think, again, it goes back to, like, you're conscious of it. Mm-hmm. So for him, he may need to be conscious of the fact, like, you love gifts. So maybe he needs to leave something at your doorstep. You, you hear that? Uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and forward and attach this. He might need to leave a little gift at your doorstep so you have something wonderful when you come home or mm-hmm. send something awesome to your job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that you are feeling super full when you get that gift and that cute little card right. or that little dress or the dress laid out with the card and the events and the books and the things and say, get ready, just be outside in 10 minutes right. and your dress is waiting for you. Yeah. So just a suggestion. I'm already, Keisha, um, date night. Can you um, inbox <laughs> And for you, it's carving out like, okay, Friday night is going to be our night. Like, um, he no, needs that time. <clears throat> rewind, because Fridays, Fridays, Fridays are for friends, according to Soleil. <laughs> yes. And Saturdays and Sundays are for significant others. Yep. And Monday through Thursday it's is for, for work. work. Wait, you didn't yes. put that in the I yes. made that up. Yes, we, <laughs> Friday, um, we, we will be copywriting Sunday. that. Please do not yes. take that. that we is decided that on Friday, when me and Soleil were out, Fridays <laughs> are for friends. Saturdays I love it. Sundays, Sundays are for significant, significant others. others. And Monday through Thursday is for work. Yep. So, I love it. Yes. I, I think love that's it. a t-shirt, too. <laughs> I, yes, that I, love so, I love yes. it. That is so, I love it. Markeisha, you hit it, because I was just about to say it, is sometimes those things that are hard for us to do, it's good for us to schedule it. Like, mine's is schedule self-care. It's hard for me to, mm-hmm. you know, I love traveling and taking care of myself, going to get the massage, but when life happens and you're so busy yeah. in demand, it's like, 
yeah. it's hard to do it but schedule it so y'all might have to schedule like look because i like my space can we our date is every you know every tuesdays and thursdays that's our day mm-hmm. you know and granted yes yeah, some things might come up you want me to go to an event with you on saturday or we decide we want to but those are our days so yeah. i'm respecting your quality time needs. right and can we keep it real too like how could you really know what you want if you don't know yourself like if you mm-hmm. don't know the languages you speak Preach, mother listen the plate is being passed y'all can't hear it because we like what falls and not what jingles but i'm just gonna say like really as women how do you how do how can you really know what you want until you know yourself you don't like you know what i'm saying like you have to know like this is how i like to be loved this is how i like to be nurtured (laughs) and until you know that you really can't expect a man to provide those things if you don't even know it yourself so I really yes. encourage anyone at any stage, especially single folks, to do that. And then when you're hearing people say things multiple times, to me that says you're missing something. Mm-hmm. Just like our children. Like, when my daughter says things multiple times, I have to take a step back and say, okay, she's repeating this. Either I'm not responding, I'm not hearing her, I'm not giving her what she needs in my response. Mm-hmm. So I think, the, I think it's the same thing. When you understand the language people speak then you could better respond to that and make sure that you have good communication. So I just encourage everyone to pick up the book. They have a Facebook page. You can check that out. Uh, Maybe we'll post it at some point on our social media to link it up. And the test is free. It's free. It takes all of like eight eight seconds, Mm -hmm. ten seconds. It's super quick. It's extremely accurate. And I encourage, like Bree said, I encourage you to have friends, family, spouse, others take it so that you can really start to create a plan of how do you better communicate with each other. And maybe it comes down to, like y'all said, scheduling things out literally. Fridays for friends, Saturday and Sunday is for sexy time or whatever else you have going on. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Friday Friday and And Thursdays for being thirsty. (laughs) Um, Wednesdays for wings. I mean, you know, so we just encourage you to do that. You know, reading is fundamental. And so, you know, in addition to checking social media, take some time to really pour into yourself and to really have a better understanding of what makes you happy and what makes you tick. So that when you find that person who's willing to wind your clock and make it tick right, oh. that you know how to tell them how to wind the clock. Oh, come on here. Oh, oh, oh. Miss physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm messing with you, Marquisha. That was dropped. great. I think yes. the mic just dropped. Yes. No, that was yes. great. great. Murphy caught it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Murph Lowe. So please feel free if you have questions about your love languages or you want to share your love language or you want to share a practice that you use with your friends, family, partners, um, or how you creatively incorporate the love language into your life, hit us on the DM. Feel free to email us. um, Send your information to us. We'd love to share. Um, If you want to post your videos and tag us, let us know. We'd love to hear about your love language and how you incorporate it into your life. Um, But I'm going to turn it over to Bree. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm going to be talking about side hustles. Um, we yes. touched on it briefly on the last episode um, as far as like ways to end the paycheck to paycheck cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those ways is creating a side hustle because nowadays, honestly, you have to have more than just your nine to five to survive. Like things yeah. are getting more and more expensive. Yeah. And if you want to have extra money to travel and do fun things, you're going to need another source of income. So, I mean, anyone can have a side hustle. I think the best thing to do is think of something that you're good at or something that you enjoy doing and create a side hustle from that. For It could be, um, you know, you like to bake or cook. Mm-hmm. There's so many caterers um, nowadays or just people who are selling baked goods. I actually, Cupcakes. Right. I actually seen this meme, and it was like, uh, 
all y'all people selling plates now, can we uh see a picture of your kitchen? Because there's so many of y'all right. now. Can we see a picture of your kitchen before we buy a plate? Facts. I was cracking up when I seen that meme. But <laughs> there's just so many different ways and creative ways to make money. So I'm going to share mm-hmm. a few. One is driving Uber and Lyft. Now, most of these I'm about to talk about, I done did. Mm. Or I'm currently doing. <clears throat> Y'all yeah. know I don't got the time, but I surely right. was thinking about it this weekend. I, I drove um, I drove for Uber for about a year. It was a great way um, to make money. Some of the qualifications, um, you have to be at least 21. You have to have your license for a year. You have to have a car that's a 2007 or newer Ford or car. Make sure you have insurance. For Lyft, the qualifications are you have to have a 2006 or newer car, and you have to complete a vehicle inspection. Oh. Some of the pro... Right, and that's why... Not that my car is messed up or anything, but Uber, the process was just a little bit easier to get started. Mm. But I have heard that people make more money driving Lyft than they do with Uber. Interesting. Mm. I was about to ask you which one is more money. So some of the pros of driving for Uber or Lyft is it's flexible. You can do it whenever you want. When I was doing it, I would be out till like 3, 4 in the morning picking up that after a club crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's usually surging at that point, which means demand is super high. The price and is so up, right? the price is, is, is up, sometimes double, triple what a regular rate would be. So... Um, this ain't nothing but a fancy jitney. Right? Yes. Yes. It's a fancy jitney. Mm-hmm. Um, another pro is that you can get paid right away. I had a setup to where I would get paid weekly, but they have a card where the money will, will come on there within like 24 hours. So that that's a, a pro. If you're like, you know, in desperate need of money, yeah. go out there and drive and get your money right away. Yeah. Um, Did not know that. Some of the cons, though, is that puts a lot of wear and tear on your car. Okay. I will say at the time I was leasing my vehicle and, you know, I was putting a lot of wear and tear on the, on the tires and also putting a lot of miles on the car. So that's something you have to be mindful of when you're doing Uber or Lyft, especially if you're leasing your vehicle because, you know, you can't go over your miles. Yes. It's like 15 mm-hmm. or 25 cents a mile after you go over the allotted miles. So you have to be cognizant of that. Um, and then also dealing with the drunk people. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a problem. Again, because it depends on what time you do it. Now, there's some people who strictly might do it during the work, during the work day or they go park out by the airport, you know, stuff like that. But I was doing it at night because I work a regular job. So I was doing the after the club crowd. Mm-hmm. So people are drunk. I only had one incident where a girl threw up in my car. Did you get that $200? No, because I didn't report it. Oh. Because luckily, it went mostly on her. Like, she was in the back seat. She was super calm. I didn't even know she was drunk. Her friend was sitting in the front seat. I was about five minutes from their house, and she throws up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I had to, like, and when you're, like, super close to somebody's drop-off point, it's already pinging for the next trip, like, if you're close to there. So I had another person to pick up, and she throws up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, I can't believe this happened five minutes from your house. And um, her friend, you know, came and cleaned up a little bit. That got in my car and gave me, like, a nice tip. So I didn't report it. Okay. But okay. that is one of the things. If, if someone throws up in your car, you take pictures of it, you send it to them and report it, and you'll, they'll give you $200 to get your car detail, which is nice. Mm. Um, so that's something, you know, good for someone who wants to make extra money on the side. The next side hustle I'm going to talk about is airbnb which i recently Mm -hmm. just started which has been like a great way to make some additional money without having to really do much right um residual right so you need basically only qualifications is you have to have a a nice lodging space um it can't be like you know on a boat or something that's going to sail away or anything (laughs) like that and you have to make sure your place is accurately represented 
um, based on the pictures that you post on the site. Um, the pros to hosting an Airbnb is that you can set your own prices, which I like. Um, you know, when I first started out, I would like my prices were super low just because I'm like I just want to have as many people here as possible because I really yeah. need this extra money. See what it's uh, right. Is like. And then I've I've increasingly like raised my price and I've still been getting bookings. So honestly, ever since I started, I've had at least one guest here a week, which is good for me. That's great. Um, the only investment I had to make, I had to get a uh, a bed because I'm doing this in my basement. So I had to get a bed and a bed frame, and I bought a mini fridge and um, a coffee maker. Other than that, I pretty much had everything else there. So it wasn't a huge investment I had to make, and I've already made that money back and now every all the money that I'm making is just extra money for me to save and to pay on pay on my credit card which is one of the reasons why why I'm doing this so um Airbnb is definitely a great way to make some extra money you know and even if you don't have a finished basement there's people who do Airbnb right you know the person can be right in the room yeah, next to you if you feel mm -hmm. if you feel comfortable, comfortable doing that um, and depending on what you offer, that's how you can kind of like gauge your prices. Since I, I have like right, that. you know, since I'm giving them like you know a private entrance, I have a, a whole nother bathroom in the basement. I can make my prices a little bit higher based uh -huh. on that okay. versus that's being in a shared space. Um, and then there's you know some people who can have multiple guests in their house at once. So if you have the extra room and you don't mind the company, I would definitely say Airbnb is a great way to make some um, additional money. Um, some of the cons to Airbnb, which, um, you know, is just having people in your home. Again, I said I'm used to being alone. But um, just knowing someone is, like, downstairs. At first, I was a little bit nervous, you know. Mm -hmm. So I made sure that my boyfriend came and stayed the night the very first <laughs> night because I had a man come the first time. And I'm like, yeah, that's you know, think about. right. Yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. sure how this is going to go, so you have to stay the night here. Um, but, you know, every I haven't had any problems yet knock on wood um but i and i got a lock put on my door extra lock put on your door so you want to be you know precautious yeah. yeah so uh another con is depending on how thick your walls are you can hear what oh. your guests are doing um why girl like yeah. what <laughs> like sex Ooh. oh you know i have a couple come um and that's another thing you can set you know how many people can come at a time i could just set it up to where i only want one guest at a I was time gonna ask that too. Okay. right but i have it to where up to two people can come and i had a couple come and they were a younger couple and literally they were having sex all weekend mm. and i could hear it and all and i know that they know that i could hear it and i'm they, 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 they just, ain't care they just kept going so that was a little <laughs> bit uncomfortable because it's yeah. like i mean i figure people are gonna have sex but I didn't know I was going to be, like, actually, like, <laughs> hearing it. Like, be a little bit discreet. Right. They, they were going in. So, y'all hear that? If you if you want to load a no budget and you go on Airbnb, <laughs> don't be being all loud. Yeah. <laughs> so, the right. neighbors know your name. <laughs> right? Oh, Lord. That's great songs. But the neighbors know my name. Yeah. 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 It was, it was a bit much. But that's one of, you know, that's, that's what comes along with um, being an Airbnb host. Um. And then other other thing could be if a guest was to break something or steal mm. something while you're in her house. Mm. Um, and luckily, I haven't had that happen yet either. But um, I know Airbnb has in place, you know, insurances and stuff for mm. for the host. Okay. okay. Um, and so, you know, those are some things to keep in mind if you're discuss, uh, thinking about uh, becoming an Airbnb host. Um, another side hustle is blogging and podcasting. Mm -hmm. Um 
where you can make money writing about what you love uh whether it be food or even starting a travel blog some places mm-hmm. will give you free stays in hotels yeah. um free trips if you start your own travel company or if you have a travel blog um i have a food blog Relicious bites on facebook instagram twitter plug, um, plug. Plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> no so you know i started the blog out of my love for just going out and trying new foods mm-hmm. and it's like been a wonderful experience being able to you know go to different restaurant openings and being invited to free events so sometimes it's like i don't make a lot of money from blogging but the other incentives that come along with it are are worth yeah, more than um the monetary yeah right. so um some of the That's pros are that you can write and talk about whatever you want uh the cons it may take some time to make money and build an audience and as I mentioned, other perks are, you know, getting free meals, trips, products, and things like that for the things that you blog about. And I touched on um, earlier catering and uh, selling food. If you're good at cooking and baking and things like that, then, you know, put it out there that you're selling this stuff. Yeah. And it starts, you know, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get a few of your friends to try the food and post about it, and next thing you know, you're blowing up. Um, I know for... Soleil, like when I talked about something that you're good at or passionate about, Soleil has her her branding business. Mm-hmm. If you want to touch on that, yeah, definitely. So that's my side hustle that will become my main hustle. Um, oh, but it's just a right. gift that I have. Um, and like Bree said, with the catering and food, if you are also a creative person, you like to create, you make invitations, you make jewelry, you tie dye, cut up shoes. Go to Etsy. Etsy is an amazing place mm-hmm. for creative people to sell their things um for us who might not be creatives and we might be looking for a tie-dye shirt or a cute swimming suit a vintage Mm -hmm. swimming suit and I go type in vintage swimming suit it's going to take me to somebody's Etsy page so utilize your creativity and um I'm all for multiple streams of income and legacy so Mm -hmm. I'm just and I'm all for making your side hustles connected to something that you love. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not connected to something that you love, it needs to be connected to something that you're working towards. Like how Bree said, you know, she's trying to pay, pay our credit cards off. Like, I want to buy a house this year. And um, my realtor is challenging me to save even more money than what I saved. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm about to start doing an Uber. But right. I mean, it's connected to something that I want to like become. A, right. So make sure you connect it to something that is going to keep you motivated. Because mm-hmm. it is. That's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears yes, when you is. work 40 plus hours a week on your job. And then you got other Still things other going jobs. on. Right. So make sure it's something that you love and that you can stay up with. Keep your customer service up. Like, don't oh, have to do it just because it's a side So hustle. important. Especially if you're black, okay? If you're black, don't have to do it. Because they got a stigma about us that we have to do stuff. And, it, and it's it's hard. It's hard out here. So just make sure you do it right. You and know? get an accountant. I think to like make sure that you're prepared financially for mm-hmm. the extra income. You know what I mean. A lot of us um, get excited and eager about extra dollars, but we don't think about how that has repercussions in new tax brackets yep. and and how those maybe could help you out because then you can expense things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you know, I encourage people to stop using these H and R blocks and. You know, even me, guilty of TurboTax. Find an accountant. Employ right. somebody local to I, do your yeah, taxes. I have, a, I have a great accountant, black-owned uh, mm-hmm. right. gentleman here in the Pittsburgh area. Who's great. So you want to make... James Hancock. Yep. Yes, exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Shout out to James Hancock. But make sure you're keeping all your receipts. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's things that you can yep. um, write yep. off to offset your income. Yep. And um, 
and if it's something you know just a goal you're working towards you might not you know want to do it for long but you might say okay look I'm for a year I'm gonna have to pick up this second job to you know go on this dream vacation Mm -hmm. or to pay off this credit card buy this house do whatever it is you need to do and hustle and get it done and then if it turns into something you love who knows you might be able to quit your nine to five and do it and do it full time so become your main and research like don't let other people tell you just because it's not something Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't Mm-hmm. do you know like that's network marketing great. is big you know everybody's like oh that's network where it's a pyramid scheme blah 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 i know tons of people who are making buku money right. because they know how to work the model of network marketing so do your research mm-hmm. try it if you want the hustle right. if it don't work for you then you tried it like we we have to break that's free the thing. of like when i start, first started ubering like i was like totally comfortable with the next thing i know Oh, you gotta get a gun, and you gotta do. That. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you're trying to make me scared. Like, right. yeah, like I, I was completely fine until you know people, people put that thought in your that. head. Right. So I, I, I say, try it out and see if it works for you. Yep. And if it doesn't, you know, move on to something else. Absolutely. So that is all we have for today. We hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. Um, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. Send your questions to luggagelovelute at gmail.com. And, um, again, congratulations to Quinn, our winner of uh, our Asking for a Friend uh, contest. Contest, yes. (laughs) Yes. I've had one too many drinks. (laughs) So, until next time. Yes, thanks for listening. Bye. Peace.